blessings. It definitely was a good day in the neighborhood. I just had to stop by, even though I am super, super exhausted, to just share what I'm going to call really a PSA, a public service announcement. And I think I'm going to title this episode, A Better Way to Celebrate. And I'm doing this for so many reasons, but um, I know I have international listeners, but in the United States, um, there was an actor who died recently. And uh, I'm going to be honest, Matthew Perry, you know, and I didn't know much about him because I really never watched the show that made him famous. And I did not watch any of the movies that he was in. And so now that he has passed on, it's hard to not see the news stories and hear, you know, about his um, unfortunate addiction and with drugs and alcohol. And so it got me to just thinking how thousands and thousands of people have that same struggle. He's famous, so his story is kind of highlighted in the media, but there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who have that struggle and it's even more unfortunate for them because they don't have any money for resources for rehabilitation or to be able to recover if they lose things, if they lose their home, lose their car, lose their freedom, all of those things. They have no way of, well, it's hard to recover from that. And so my mind, I'm just thinking about this because I'm an educator. I'm back in the classroom. Last week was Red Ribbon Week, where it's Drug Awareness um, Week or Drug Abuse Awareness Week. And so I just, you know, I always give my students a little life lesson, a little powwow, talk about some things. And I really, they really paid attention. I have to be honest, they were, they, they really were attentive during my little message to them because I love them and I don't want them to, um, to get caught up in that web and it's, it's a web that is very easy to get caught up in and um, and everybody has something that they're struggling with I struggle with food and I say that food is just as bad can be just as bad as alcohol and drugs and so we all are dealing with things and I'm really really trying to dig deep with my struggle spiritually because I realize as I get older I'm 15 years old I don't want to have this struggle um, and I don't have to have it. So I'm just, I'm, I'm taking my faith to a higher level to deal with it because um, I'm so proud of myself. I didn't have any dessert tonight. I had dinner. I was like, you know what? It was Halloween and they had all this candy. I was like, nope, I'm not going to get anything sweet. And I didn't. And I'm going to drink some more water. <laughs> so baby steps count. Y'all just so thankful. So before I get into this message, I want to say that I am trying to build my ministry now on YouTube and I have a YouTube channel and it's at bad and you can find the handle is at bad thought therapy. I'm going to put it in the description box. I'm going to put a link to the YouTube channel in the description box and I hope that you will subscribe. That will help me to be able to expand and share if you find that an episode is a blessing some of the episodes are on Spotify, and I think some of them are just done for YouTube. So the last two weeks have been kind of hectic, and I wasn't able to create more videos, but I am. And that's the way I've been doing it. So I thank you in advance for subscribing and supporting this ministry in that way. And that's all I ask for. And if you want me to 
follow your page or like your YouTube channel, please let me know. Please, um, you know, make a comment or send me an email at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com. We have to support one another and it doesn't have to be one-sided. I'll be glad to follow you on social media. I'm not not on um, TikTok, but I am on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So just give me a little, um, just reach out and I'll be glad to support as well. So um, with, you know, Matthew Perry's life being in the news, and I again, I didn't know much about him. Of course, I didn't know him personally, but I did learn from a couple of news things that he had done in autobiography last year. In fact, I think I heard somewhere that his, he died the day that his autobiography, a, the, a year, a year to the day after his autobiography was released. I hope I said that right. Wow. So, um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, and I don't know if an autopsy has been done, but he did struggle, um, had a very serious struggle with alcohol and drugs. And I tell you, over the years, I've met a lot of people with that struggle. I've seen um, how ugly it can be up close and personal. But, and that's what I want to talk about, because um, as, a, as an educator, I love my students and I'm so concerned for them. And one day, this was a while ago, I was, because I have streaming, I don't have cable, but I have like Hulu and I have other streaming and I have Amazon. So I was sitting, Hulu, I watch a lot. There's some good shows on Hulu. And I noticed that a lot of their commercials, they advertise um, alcohol. You know, they just every every other commercial. And I would, I'm willing to say that about 90% of what I watch, you know, I keep seeing these ads for alcohol. I call it beverages. So then, also on top of that, whenever I watch a movie, a lot of the movies that I watch, alcohol is in it too. And see, it's the issue is not the alcohol; it's how it's presented. People present drinking as if it's fun and you don't ever see the side effects you don't see the real ugly side effects and consequences of drinking because it is bad it's it's bad on the body it's bad on your organs um people you don't see people vomiting you don't see the night tremors and nightmares you don't see people laying out in the street you don't see people's blood all over the place so they've been killed because they were inebriated and you know was taken advantage of. I mean, I could just keep going. It's it's really, really, really bad. And so on top of the advertisements, and then you have the movies, and they and then they show people who look very attractive. So they make alcohol look fun. Drinking alcohol look fun. They make it look like you know there's you know nothing bad gonna happen, but really it is not anything you want to play with. Now some people can drink one glass or two and stop. Some people, and I think it's personality, you know, there's a lot of science into this and trying to understand it. Some people have that kind of personality where they're not going to be able to drink a glass or two. And that's when it becomes a problem. And it's a very painful addiction to have, too, because what it does to your body and your organs. And then if you try to do something under the influence, then they are even more grave consequences um, getting behind the wheel or going outside or in your house and inebriated and then you put something on the stove and then you pass out just stuff like it just gets really really it could become a nightmare and so I just you know I people celebrate during the holidays the holidays are coming up and I start thinking you know what 
I got to do something where I talk about, let's find other ways to celebrate. Even with me, you know, I celebrate with food, you know, going out to eat. Maybe what I need to do is go for a walk. (laughs) You know, like something good happens or something special happens. Rather than sitting down and eating a big meal and that kind of revelry, you know, I need to find another way to celebrate. Walking is a great way to celebrate. Reading a book, saying, wow, this is great. I'm going to take a moment, just relax and chill because of this accomplishment or this goal was met or whatever the case may be. But we have to start to explore other ways to celebrate because I don't believe that God gives us life for us to put poison in our bodies. You know, our bodies... hold our spirits this is our holy temple and even with food you know I'm working on that because this is my holy temple and I just don't believe that God has given us a body to just pour poison in or eat poison or smoke poison or whatever we're doing and again I'm not saying that alcohol in itself is bad but what it is it's the abuse of alcohol because some people cannot drink one alcoholic beverage and call it a day it does become a problem and then also um they're all kind there's drugs out there and we talked about that for red ribbon week i told my students i've been saying this for the last 25 years that no longer than that they're not going to stop making drugs they're never going to stop making drugs and there's always going to be a new and improved drug so to speak and so we have to find other ways to get high so to speak to celebrate without using these dangerous chemicals and substances because it is painful. And when I found out about Mr. Perry's colon rupturing, I mean, that had to be pretty, pretty painful, and it was. And the the show that I saw when they were talking, reflecting on um, Matthew Perry's life, the guy was saying, like, even when you stop using, you know, these substances, your body has been damaged you know it's heartbreaking and I even think about my own self you know born some of us you know were fortunate enough and blessed enough to have a decent measure of health you think about that that people who are born they have a good measure of health their teeth their eyesight their gland you know everything and then I can imagine God looking at us and we just you know and just feeling sadness that we squandered the good health that he gave us when there are people that wish they could have the health that we could have or have the senses that we have functioning properly but those chemicals what they do is they destroy everything they destroy our our organs our vision our hearing our lives financially i understand that uh, matthew perry spent in the millions now, I didn't get I didn't get his autobiography, but he spent in the millions trying to free himself from this addiction. And I mean, it was significant. And I was like, wow, in the millions. And he, again, he's wealthy and he could do that. But there's so many people who have absolutely nothing. And then, you know, they get addicted and, and they do scientists and doctors do consider it a disease then they have no way to heal because they don't have the money and uh they, they the stuff it takes away your ability to function at a high level so it's not like you can go to, jo- to a job 
So you can never get the money because you're not able to work, because you're not able to function. And it's like we cancel and people lose everything and it's not worth it. And that's what I just want to say. You know, um, now I'm not a person, I don't go out anymore, just don't even have want to have want to go out, you know, that kind of thing. But I can see how people would want to do that. Like, you know, oh, I want to go out with my friends, I want to hang out. But when you get out there and people start drinking these substances and we don't know what's in them, you really have to be careful. We really have to rethink how to celebrate. Is God pleased when he has given us health and strength and we take it, we take these substances or we abuse because abuse is the issue. That's what it really is. Abnormal use is abuse. Overeating, that's what I do. I, I'm working on myself. I told you I'm working on myself. Um, when we abuse things, you know, is that pleasing to God? And I would say, no, it's not. And we have to ask for forgiveness. We have to repent. And we got to do better. And with his help, we can. With his help, we can. It um, the, alcohol, the people that I see on the commercials on Hulu and the people that I see in the movies, they don't look like what alcoholism really looks like. It is ugly. What drug addiction really looks like. It is, it is so ugly. It is a nightmare. It makes people into zombies. And um, and then once you get this physical, physiological addiction, it's not like you can just say, oh, well, I think I want to stop. And you have a physiological reaction called withdrawal if you try to stop. So then it becomes a lot more complex and more difficult to break the addiction because in your mind, you'd be saying, okay, I need to stop. But then physiologically, you crave whatever this thing is, this alcohol. Even, you know, I've been trying to get off of coffee. And I probably would keep drinking coffee, but I noticed that coffee, either my taste buds have changed or my uh, olfactory system has changed because coffee doesn't smell the way it used to, in my opinion. It doesn't taste the way it used to. So, you know, I'm like, okay, why am I drinking it? And then, of course... I don't drink just regular coffee, black coffee, like they say it's supposed to be healthy. You know, I got a little cream in there, a little raw, raw sugar in there, and I have a little cinnamon to have my thing. But, um, you know, just trying to break free of that, you know, and I, and there, like, I didn't have any today, and I don't even want it today, but there was a time <clears throat> when I really, you know, I couldn't stop drinking it. And that's why I started thinking, okay, is it good at the same? Because if I could just get off a coffee like this, then maybe it's not, you know, coffee anymore as I thought it was. So, but the point I'm trying to make is, is that we have to be so careful because whatever addiction we start, it's easy to start, but it's hard to break. And so I think we have to find natural ways to get high, to celebrate. I said, you know, and before I go to bed, I'm going to, even in my house, I'm just going to walk around. I just, you know, I may mark your place. We got to find ways to celebrate without these substances because in the end it causes us to lose so much and whatever little pleasure we get it it doesn't outweigh the pain the pain that comes from these addictions is just so heavy and so with God's grace and with God's help I am going to be better now I, I thank God for his mercy that I have a decent measure of health still but, you know, I could I could lose some weight. I mean, I 
want to be able to walk top speed like I used to, you know, there. And I want to travel at some point, retire and travel. And I tell people all the time, that's why I, I try to walk up a little incline because I, I know if I travel, I'm going to have to walk. And I want to be able to have my stamina to be able to walk. So you guys, this is just something to think about. We have to find other ways to celebrate. Rather than drinking alcohol, you know, we could have a juice party. We could live, you know, New Year's is coming. Christmas is coming. Thanksgiving is coming up. And other holidays that people celebrate. And we just have to find other ways to do it without these chemicals. Because, you know, as a, as a, as a humanitarian, I, ne- I don't believe in you know, talking against, because somebody could say, well, we got to, you know, monitor the, um, you know, liquor companies, or we got to monitor these pharmaceutical companies. You know what? I say, let them do them. What you don't do is you don't participate, because you still have authority and a right and autonomy and providence over your body. And you could say, no, I'm just not going to participate in the plan. But they can have their plan. And guess what? As a business owner, I can tell you this right now, supply and demand. If you don't have a demand, you won't, you won't, you don't need to have a supply. And that's how that goes. And that's why we're in the condition is because the demand is so great. And we have to be the ones to say, you know what? I'm not going to get caught up in this web because that's exactly what it is. And it's so painful. And again, he, Mr. Uh, Matthew Perry is just one person, um, because he's a public figure, his life is highlighted, but there are thousands of people and we need to pray for them. You know, I'm going to say a special prayer when I do a little walk in the house, by the way, um, for, you know, addiction. And I ask that you pray too, that people can have supernatural um, healings and they can have um, <clears throat> supernatural freedom from this. Then, you know, I always talk about this. God can move in the supernatural, but there are things that we have to do in the natural. So I remember a guy that I used to, this guy I worked with before, and he, um, you know, he smoked cigarettes and he was saying how he was trying so hard to break his addiction from cigarettes. And he just could not, for whatever the reason, he couldn't. But he, and so he called, he had me roll up, he said, he called the cigarette company. Like, you know, what did y'all do? But one of the things he learned was that because we are creatures of habit, he was mindlessly just doing things because whenever he got his cigarettes, whatever was associated with him getting his cigarettes, he was still doing. So like he would say, you know, he never went inside to pump it, to pay for the gas on the inside of the convenience store. He would always pay at the pump because when he went inside, then that's when he would buy the cigarettes. So he had, he learned that he had to stop doing that until he could just get used to like, hey, I don't buy cigarettes. I don't come in here to buy cigarettes anymore. And there were certain other things. And then he came up with other things that he could do whenever he started having cravings. So it's because we're creatures of habit. I know for me, and this is when I really learned how if you do something over and over and over again, you do it mindlessly without even thinking. I don't know why, but I when I, I started wearing contact lenses when I was like 14 years old. And I wore them all the way up. And I think, I want to say that's my late 40s. Then I had LASIK surgery. So I just, you know, I don't have glasses, I don't have contacts. But what's interesting is, one day I came home 
And I was like, and I and I was like, I, I had that feeling that I had where I got to take out my contacts. And I was thinking, dang, I hadn't worn contacts in years. But I, it was like a natural reaction when I would come home and I was tired and the first thing I wanted to do was snatch out my contacts and rest my eyes. So I must have been tired when my eyes were kind of sore and I just, and it was just mindless. And I was like, wow. And that's when I really understood how we are creatures of habit and we do these little things, you know, without even thinking. And so we have to be mindful. We have to be mindful what we watch. I made a joke because I watch Hulu and, you know, they advertise, like I said, I'm willing to say like what I'm watching, maybe it's just what I'm watching. 80% of the commercials seem to be um, promoting, you know, buying alcohol. And the people don't look like me and they, that's not how people look when they drink. And it's a trick and it's a commercial to entice you. And so they show you this, these glamorous people and they look like they're having fun. And they don't show you having cramps and headaches and bloodshot eyes and can't get up and go to work and they're irritable and they're violent and they're losing their job. You know, they don't show you all that, but that's the reality. They don't show you the money that you start thinking about how much this stuff costs and God bless people with money and the first thing they want to do is they want to spend all the money on alcohol. You know, God, they don't, I just, ooh. So anyway, but I joke because it was one commercial. I say, wow, they gonna make me taste that. <laughs> and I, 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 I caught it, I just laughed because I'm like, well, these commercials, if you sit here and watch them, then on top of that, the film industry, and this is what's deep, it does not matter what country it's in, you just see every movie has the same thing in it. It has alcohol, but it has it in a way that people look like they're having fun drinking when it's not fun, especially if you're drinking more than one glass. Now, maybe if you drink just one glass and stop, you know, it might be nice, um, and but then if you're out, just think about this now. You're out. You're drinking one glass. You're still in, that still influences your body and your senses and mo- your mobility. And then you got to try to get home. And it's some sad situations where people should be able to go out and then get an Uber and come safely home, but they're not because they go out, they get something to drink, they call an Uber, which is responsible because they don't want to drive. But then the Uber di- yeah, driver is sick it, it's just it's just not worth it so i'm gonna take a little break press stop for a second and then we're gonna take a little break and then um we'll just have a little intermission and then we're gonna i'm gonna finish this out okay thank you so much again for listening sharing in the first part of this that one day I was sitting um you know just watching Hulu because I have a lot of streaming 
And I just noticed that a lot of the advertisements were for alcohol. And then, you know, of course, if you're watching a movie or trying to watch any movie and you're living with your eyes wide open, it's, I don't even know if there's a movie where you don't have alcohol, you don't have cigarettes. So the power, when you start to understand how the brain works and you begin to realize that, you know, if you watch something over and over again, it does influence you. It, it It's unquestionably um, and undeniably um, will have an effect on you and some people. It's different levels, but we just need to be very mindful of what we're watching because the next thing you know, and I'm thinking especially for young people, I'm 58 years old, I see the trick, I see the snare, but there are young people that may not see that because when they're presenting these um these images and then they're doing these advertisements they make drinking and they make getting high look cool and look fun and look sustainable when none of that is true those are all lies and we know who the father of lies is and it is truly truly a trick and like again i'm not judging anybody because i know it can happen to anybody and this is why we need to stay in constant prayer so i before i go to bed tonight I really want to lift this up in prayer. I hope that you all will join me in praying against um, this spirit of addiction. And the and this is the thing. And, and again, I don't believe in trying to fight the alcohol companies or the drug companies. We have to teach our people the truth. It's a trick. Once you become addicted, you really be. It's another form of slavery and bondage it really is and that's part of part of that is really intentional and you are a slave because you can you can't get any just one it's like a domino effect you know we have one issue and that issue causes another bad issue and then the next thing you know you're gone when you know you're off this planet and you might leave in a state that might not be ideal and then you didn't have to do that and so we have to really go to our Heavenly Father. We have to pray. We have to ask for help. I'm asking for help now about getting my body in shape. Because <laughs> like I said, I'm 58. I want to travel. And I know I need to be able to walk and be energetic. And so, no, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And that's what we have to do. So my heart goes out to anyone who is struggling heart goes out to anyone who has lost a person who is struggling or who is dealing with that let me tell you I, I've seen it it's and I know about it up close and personal it is not nice it's not good but I have seen God move and we have to stay in constant prayer for ourselves and for our beloved because the enemy wants to take out the best of us and it's so sad because, um, you know, he struggled all those years and spent all this money. And then he eventually still succumbed to the effects of this addiction. And thousands and thousands of people are suffering. But we have the power to break these addictions and break these chains. And especially for our young people. You all know I talk about it all the time. I'm a teacher. And I love my students. And I, you know, I try to talk to them to be careful and to be mindful. But you're talking about image after image, every commercial, 
and ad and movie and a lot of the content that they see, they don't see the dark and ugly side. And there's a very, very dark side to this um, situation. And so we have to be diligent. Now, see, you know, and I said this before, I'm a business owner. And if you don't have a customer, you can't have a business, period. So we have to get to the point where we are not going to patronize this business because it's like taking poison. It's like really voluntarily digesting poison. Again, you know, I've had a glass or two over life. You know, you have one glass, that's one thing. But if you know in your heart that you're not able to drink one glass or two, that's when you really need to start to be mindful and I say guard your mind, I say guard your eyes, your ears, but also you have to see it for what it is because it's poison. It's not like you can run from it, you know. I um it's Halloween and I got we got all this candy out here and people just giving out candy and I know I don't need to eat candy at fifty eight like that anymore. And so and I'm not I'm a you know, look at it. If it get rusty and that's happened before, it'll get old, I have to throw it out. Because I just, I, I see the trick now. I see the light and I want you all to see it. So I'm super, super tired, but I wanted to just encourage you. And I'm going to be in the same, doing the same thing that we have to find a healthier way to celebrate. There are better ways to do it. And, you know, going out together and just sitting around and talking, you know, drinking something healthy. Let that be this party. You know, we're going to make smoothies or something. And you feel better the next day, you know, and nobody has to be worried about getting arrested and going to jail and losing their job and losing their money and losing their own self-respect and, you know, being shamed. There's a long list of negative consequences that go with that. And so we have to be, we have to be mindful and diligent because it's a trick. You know, we, when I, I told you all we celebrated Red Ribbon Week last week, and I was telling the students, you know what, they're not going to stop making drugs. They're going to always have a new and improved drug, and you have to take ownership of your life. And you have to say, no, I'm not doing this because I don't want to go down this dark road and um, and lose everything, and that's what happens And so often and it's really really unfortunate Matthew Perry is not the first actor who has um, gone out like this last year was it the year before last DMX you know lost his fight and there's so many more and it's a trick because when you first start off you know everything seems fun and everybody's having a good time and then but addiction is when addiction comes in that, that spirit of addiction that enemy right there it's hard to get that monkey off your back, but it is not impossible. It is, that's the good news, and that is why I'm sharing this message because I always try to share the good news. You can get this monkey off your back, and we're going to do it with the help of the Almighty Lord. And I'm working on myself. Work on yourself. So I want to conclude with that. I'm super, super tired. I hope you get some good sleep, too. And don't forget again, I'm trying to build this YouTube channel. I'm going to put a link in the description box. And I hope that you and your families are well. Just remember, you have the power to create. That's my thing. God gave that to me with June, July. You have the power to create. We can create better lives. We can create 
healthier and more wholesome spaces, we have to make the, the, the action, the choice, the decision, first of all, to do it and then start doing it. And all of us have a different set of resources and different means, but it is possible. And you know, the old folks used to say when I was growing up, when you take one step, God will take two. And I have seen that happen. I have to share this um, young lady that I work with. Um, is my She's my co-teacher and she was sharing her testimony. Something happened. I don't know all the details, but I know she was in college. She ended up dropping out. Her mother had died. Some things happened to her. And to make a long story short, she lost like some financial aid and stuff and, and something like that. So she, God is good, you know, started thinking about her life and her future. And she got back enrolled in school. And she was trying to, I think, get her um, her stuff, her, what do you call it, aid back. But but some kind of way she couldn't for because of the fact. But why not? Mm-hmm. I could just do a shout right now. If I went tired, I'd run around this house. Somebody paid her tuition. Somebody Now, here she is thinking, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to go to school next semester. I'll work, you know, winter semester. I'll save the money to be ready for fall. No. Someone paid her tuition. God is real, ladies and gentlemen. He's real. He's real. And, you know, I'm a witness. I, I got some stories for you. If we want to sit around the campfire and roll some marshmallows. I have some stories for you that God will come right when you think every all hope is gone and nothing nothing can be worked out. Her tuition is paid, so she does not have to worry about next semester. So she, she, she knows now she'll be in school for at least, you know, January to May. But we claim that she graduates, and I pray that I get to see her. And I just want to share that because I got so emotional. I know God is real. And I just want you to just believe it and feel his presence and invite him in because he is not going to do a home invasion. He's not going to knock your door down. He is going to just gently knock. and He's waiting on you to open the door, let him in, and experience a different life. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm working on it. We're going to find a better way to celebrate during these holidays during um, milestone moments, all of that. Another thing I had to end with, um, I found out that one of my, just want to honor her, Josie Morgan, Josie Morgan, my former coworker, beautiful person, beautiful person, is now with the Lord. She's with Jesus, I have no doubt. Um, I worked with her probably for about 15 years at one high school. And when I got there, she was there, and she retired a few years before I left. And just a beautiful spirit, still supported me even after she retired. And, you know, I got out of the classroom for a while. We were still in contact. It wasn't often. But um, my daughter told me that she had passed on. And I just want to acknowledge that beautiful angel, Josie Morgan. And I know she's in heaven and pray for her family. She has two children, they're adults, and I, I think she has some grandchildren, but um, there's some people that come to this earth, and they just, they just spread kindness and joy, and they leave others with good memories, and Josie Morgan was one of those people, so I just want to end with that. Well, good night, take care.